Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and she is the interviewer and content creator. Please welcome Samira. Hi. <laughs> hey, hey. And today we have an amazing show and of course nothing but amazing guests. And today is no exception. You see her on AEW. She is from a destination unknown. Please welcome Ruby Soho. That was a great intro. Hi, guys. Thank you. How are Thank you? you. Good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much okay. for having me. So I have a very, very, very important ooh, question to ask ooh, you. Ooh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> Who is your favorite Golden Girl and why? <gasps> That's such a great question. <laughs> oh my goodness. I already know I'm going to love this interview. <laughs> Sophia, hands down. Yes. Hands down. Yes. I have been told um, I relate and emulate more Dorothy. Um, okay. because of my constant use of sarcasm. Uh, but uh, Sophia is definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, my favorite golden girl. She's okay. So we have to, I have to give some you know, behind the scenes things. So I found this out about you and then I told Samira, it's like, hey, I want to make this a panel question. She's like, I haven't really seen it. So for those people, and I love golden girls, I binge watch, I know. So for those people who haven't seen it, can you like just break it down for them to encourage them to see it? Because like, I'm a, I'm a fan as well. I <laughs> I'm so sorry that you've never seen Golden Girls. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even mad. I'm not mad at you. I feel so bad that you've never been graced with the amazingness that is this show. It is about these four women that all move into this home together. Couldn't be more different. They are all single women. Sometimes, every once in a while, um, but the story is based around them and they get themselves into all kinds of shenanigans, mm -hmm. whether it be dating or traveling or anything like that. And they face all these things and they do it together. And you see these, these what feel like real fights that these women would get into, not just based around men, but just about everyday women hanging out in Miami and just being these amazing characters that are all portrayed and played so perfectly well. Like I said, couldn't be more different. Um, but it, in, in my opinion, like you forget that you're watching like elderly women, like you just, mm -hmm. that goes out the window completely. But like, it's just, it's a perfect show. It's just a perfect show. That's the only way I can describe it. It's a perfect show. There it is. That's, that's you know, I, I, I was convinced. Did I do it okay? Did I do it justice? I feel yes. Like there's so many things I want to say about it, but I'll be here for the entire interview, and then you know we won't get nothing done. And actually, it's kind of funny how you explain it because how you explain it makes me think of the Riot Squad. You guys are yes, yes. totally different. Couldn't be more different. Yep. But what I learned in doing like a mass deep dive, all you guys live on farms. Mm-hmm. That's Sarah's fault. I blame Sarah for that. <laughs> yeah, she started that, and then it just like. She she gave it to live and then and then me like we we all got the the farm bug. Uh, that's Sarah's fault. I but our but the thing is though if you look at all three of our farms, those couldn't be more different. 
even if you wanted to. <laughs> like all the farms themselves are completely different. So, uh, so yeah, it's we've got all these like one or two things in common that like hold us together, but like mm-hmm. we have different interests and different passions and stuff like that. So it's uh, I think those are the those are the friendships that complement you know that complement you the most. Like you don't want somebody who's you know the exact same you exactly, want somebody yeah. that's going to introduce you to these new worlds and these new avenues and stuff so i think that's the best part about having friends that are different with different interests and yeah it's awesome there it is samara so you know i just recently spoke with masha slamovich and you know she was telling me she would love to face you you're coming to beyond wrestling in the beginning of december you know would you mm-hmm. want to face the russian dynamite Oh yeah, I see. I um, I got tagged in that recently, that interview, I believe, um, and I I would be honored. I th- I think that I am not as familiar with a lot of the women on the indies um, that I used to be, uh, but I try to keep up with some of the the independents um, that I'm seeing, and uh, I'm super impressed. And I think you know there was a, a a big pressure on some of the women on the independents because like th- all the women that were there at that moment got like scooped up and then it was just mm-hmm. like okay now who's next and so there was a lot of pressure there i think for a lot of people to break in and to be different and to you know kind of just like continue on you know the the growth of women's wrestling on the independence and i think a lot of the women the think the women that i'm seeing they're so different like i'm seeing things that i've never seen before and uh i, I would you know I, it, it would be my pleasure you know i i'm i'm very excited to see you know I, I won't be doing a lot of independence but you know the um the the few that i'm doing i'm excited to see and step into the ring with people that i've never been in the ring with before Nice. Yeah, you did mention that like there's just a whole like kind of crop of new women coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, have you got a chance to see like some indies where it's just like, man, I really, you know, I want to wrestle her. And you also mentioned that you do have like a book of story, like, you know, you're kind of like writing down different story angles. So mm-hmm. is there any kind of like, oh, I want to do this promotion with this particular person or even with that book? Have you pitched that those stories to AEW? Um, so my brain's always moving with wrestling like so it's i'll watch a movie or a tv show and i'm like ooh, this could be fun with this person so that that book is is just a is just all over the place like sometimes i'll read it and i'm like what am i even saying here <laughs> like in my head i just wrote it down real fast and excited and then i'll go back to it and i'm like i don't even know what this means uh but um as far as the promotions on the indies that i i, I plan to to work with it's it's probably places that like hold a, you know a special significance in my heart or a place some places that I haven't you know I haven't been to um, you know some of my hometown places a lot of places that kind of helped me get to this point to try and like come back and and you know and uh, and pay that pay that back because you know I wouldn't be who I am without these places um, will probably be some of the places you'll see me there's there's one or two that you might see me at that uh, uh, that I've been a fan of the product for a while. Um, I'm going to leave that as a surprise. But and I've been a fan of the product for quite some time. I have a lot of friends that work for that particular product that I will um, be excited to hopefully uh, be a part of. But as far as some of the things with AEW, um, right now, as of right now, with everything, with the focus being so much so on this uh, TBM, TBS women's title, um, I haven't really you know, had any pitches or anything. I'm just more so just hoping and praying that I can advance and I can 
I can advance in the tournament to get all these matches that I have wanted for a really long time because all the women that like I could have the potential to match up with are all women I've been a fan of for quite some time. So um, especially I'm super excited about working um, against Chris Statlander. I'm a huge fan of hers. So uh, so that's been kind of my main focus. I have that big book of ideas and I think it'll come into play at some point, but um, it's, right now it's the, the tournament is my, my laser focus. So speaking yeah. of like your friends, you have a lot of friends at different promotions, but specifically mm -hmm. the inspiration, you know, they made their impact debut and they won mm -hmm. the tag titles. How, yeah. your, you know, how did you feel? Like, what was your reaction? Those are two of the most talented and kind hearted and amazing women that I've ever met. Um, they are incredible friends and just, just just beautiful beautiful women inside and out and they both individually and separately have helped me through so much you know even just in my personal life like i, I almost get like choked up talking about it um to see them so happy and that's honestly what you know at the end of the day what it's all about obviously we want success for our friends that's mm -hmm. that's what we want but you can always tell when there's that real happiness that comes across their face that 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 real genuine pride in what they're doing and I can see that in them I can see how happy they are and I can see how appreciated they are which is what they have always deserved is to be appreciated because they are you know they are you know one of the pinnacles in women's tag team wrestling you know in, in any on in any industry um, and uh, I think that I'm so proud of them if I can say that and I'm so grateful to have known them and to have gotten to work with them and I'm so excited to see what they they do going forward now speaking of, I mean I was there for I was there for impact and it was just such a like amazing moment to see and there's like there's like you said there's just a difference of you know like you worked hard for this and you know mm -hmm. now it's kind of coming back together so I mean it was it was a great moment now speaking of tag teams so I, I saw Sarah did an interview and she said she's not you know retired yet you know mm -hmm. she's just waiting for the for the right time mm -hmm. and you know you guys are best friends uh, has mm -hmm. there ever been a discussion about like you know you know just let's one day AEW us together dominating like has there just been like you know a discussion about that I mean, we've always talked about hypotheticals. Um, you know, Sarah and I have shared every major moment in our careers together. You know, I've known her for over 10 years now. Um, I am the best job I could possibly ask for is godmother to her son. Um, and, you know, she is my best friend and she has been there for me through everything. She came to All Out to surprise me, which, you know, I was already an emotional mess that day as it was. Um, but when I saw her in cash there, I just bawled like a baby. Um, so she is one of those people that I think is incredibly talented and the most driven woman I have ever met. Um, when she gets something in her head, she's going to do it. And so I think whenever, you know, the time is right for her to, to reemerge back into the wrestling industry and wherever she decides to go, um, I will 100% have her back. And um, you know, obviously, like I said, we've talked about the hypotheticals, but you know, it's as much as selfishly, I would always love her to be my tag partner forever. Um, wherever is honestly is best for her and for her family is the place that I want her to go. So I think that kind of just leaves it up to you know 
how everything fits with her family, which is her number number one priority for sure. You know, now with this talk of AEW, was there anybody that you were like really excited to see or meet when you came in? Well, I knew a good portion of the roster before I got there, luckily enough. Um, I I was really, really excited um, to see a lot of my friends. I've, I've you know, known Ethan Page for a really long time. He's a, a good buddy of mine. Um, I've known a lot of the girls on the roster for a while. Um, and, you know, I, I was just, I was super excited to be a part of it. And it definitely felt familiar even though i'd never been there before but because i knew so many people um as far as anybody that i was excited to meet i feel like i'm trying to think i feel like i have met at one point in time or another everybody it was really cool to see brian danielson there though Mm -hmm. and come on the same day as i did um he has helped me a lot even before before aew and since i've been here um he's helped me quite a bit i think he's kind of helped me like relax a little bit and just have fun and just enjoy it he he sometimes when he sees me like take things a little too seriously he'll like tell me to just really just enjoy yourself just have a good time did you have fun yeah that's all that matters so um it, it was really cool to see him there and to see you know to see him have some of the most incredible matches that i've seen dream matches of mine that are i'm not even a part of like dream matches of mine as a fan to watch um you know is is really awesome to see so um i had never met cm punk before and he it turns out like we're both friends of lars but like it turns out like he is a super nice guy like really really nice really humble and uh so that was that was one that i've never met before was, was punk so it was cool to meet him and and to what I would hope to call him as a friend now. With that big day, um, you know, that, you know, everybody was anticipating, did you know, like, all the other names that were going to be dropping, like Brian Downs? Like, did you had no idea? No, I didn't know any of them. I had no idea. Like, I didn't... I didn't know a lot of what was going on that day. Like, I knew, like, the, the matches that were announced um, that I was excited to see, but um, I didn't. I didn't know... Um, I didn't know Adam was going to be there. I didn't know Brian was coming. Like, I didn't know any of that. Like, I'd seen the rumblings, you know, obviously on the dirt mm-hmm. sheets. But, you know, you never know with stuff like that. Like, um, you never know what to believe or anything. But I had no idea. Um, and I was so, you know, wrapped up in, you know, in the day as a whole and what it meant for me and all the anticipation that had built up to kind of that moment that I was just almost, I was just like on sensory overload that day. I was just super excited to see my best friend. I was super excited to see all my old friends. I was excited to start in this new company. I was nervous as all get out. So it was just a lot of emotions that day. So I have like a funny question for you. So recently on Rampage, on uh, recently on Rampage, you had to hold, you know, Eddie Kingston back from CM mm-hmm. Punk. How hard was that to do? <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, <laughs> I've known Eddie for a number of years. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for uh, for a long time, and I will go ahead and be perfectly honest with you and say that that is not the first time I have had to hold him back from punching somebody in the face, um, and it probably won't be last. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was like almost instinct. I think you know when 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 Eddie gets to a certain point where he's he's on boiling over, um, it's probably best to keep him you know within arm's reach of of people. So it was I think it was just instinct. Um, he, it, he's you know he 
is super strong and when he's angry it's kind of but it's, I, he's it was instinct i think is the best way to put it is he's just uh oh eddie there's nobody like him <laughs> <laughs> agreed agreed so um unfortunately roh uh made their announcement that they're going to be mm -hmm. you know taking a break um and hopefully it's that short break um but is there anybody from the ROH, roh's promotion that you would love to see you know on aew or just have a match with in general um, yeah, it was super unfortunate to see. I've been a fan of ROH for for years, um, and uh, you know, I watched I watched everything you know from Sarah Del Rey, Daisy Hayes, Awesome Kong, uh, Mischief is actually probably one of the people that has inspired me the most. And you know, for for me, those were like you know growing up and like watching wrestling. Like those were my four horsewomen, you know. And and no disrespect to the the ones currently but um you know for that that they were the ones that had the most inspiration to me and so you know it's definitely really sad to see you know how that played out and i i don't doubt at all that all of the performers will you know land somewhere that's going to uh that's going to benefit them and that are because the, there's so much talent there um i think somebody that i would just I would love to just see succeed, you know, wherever she went. Um, and somebody I've been a huge fan of personally and professionally um, is Sumi Sakai. Um, I love her so much. She's such a sweetheart. And uh, I, I, wherever she would end up, wherever would make her happiest, like I said, it doesn't always necessarily mean where you are. It just means wherever they fit the best. And uh, she has given back so much to the women's wrestling um, industry that it would be just great to see her, you know, at her happiest wherever that may be. Now you're friends, you know, with a lot of these women and you did mm -hmm. a lot of house shows with Ronda Rousey and she's also, you know, living, you know, that same lifestyle of, you know, oh, the yeah. farm. Now are you guys still in any con uh, any communication? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She uh she <laughs> she sent me pictures of the baby the other day. Um and she's absolutely beautiful um already tougher than me <laughs> that child is already <laughs> tougher than me um just based off of who her parents are um yeah Rhonda and i keep in contact every once in a while we just check in with each other um she's an amazing person and she was so much fun to work with um just her excitement and her passion was super infectious um and you know she you know brought me to a new level of, of, of thinking about wrestling especially against her somebody of her stature um she had me think about it in a different way which i always love to be able to have to be challenged like that especially when you've been doing it for a while sometimes you kind of get into the same um into the same mindset but it was very cool to be challenged against somebody you know uh, of her talent and her stature and her reputation so um so it was great to be able to work with her, but it's so great to see her in the role I know she was meant for, which is motherhood. She is guaranteed going to be the coolest mom. And, you know, God help any child who makes fun of <laughs> her child, because that's just a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, did. Um, I don't know if you read her bio, but she had mentioned like how her mother would sometimes like jump off the couch and like put her like in a like an arm bar or something mm -hmm. like to test her as a kid. Yeah. So I'm I'm really curious if that's gonna happen. Oh, I don't doubt it. Honestly, I don't <laughs> doubt it. It's always be prepared. Yeah, like I said, that kid's already tougher than me. So I'm I I do not doubt she could do it now, and she's only a few months old. I'm sure she could. She'd be fine. <laughs> 
So now, um, looking like, you know, 2020 was crazy. 2021 was like crazier. Um, lots of ups and downs. You know, you had mentioned like, you know, when you got let go from WWE, you had already purchased a house and it was just like, oh my gosh. And now you're with AEW. How would you sum up that like period from 2020, 2020 to this moment right now in one word or one sentence? Oh, oh, I don't even. Um, there's a lot that went on behind the scenes outside of that. So like that was, you know, a very, very difficult time. But even prior to that, um, I had a lot of personal stuff uh, go on that that made 2021 probably one of the more difficult years of my life. Um, but I think the word to use because of where I am now is, or the two words I would use to, because of where I am now is worth it. Because there's a lot I went through and there's a lot of things that, you know, were very difficult to handle and things that like every time I was like, oh, this could not get any worse, something else would happen. Um, but where I am now, um, you know, I've built my home and I have horses and uh, awesome, you know, dogs and a cat and uh, I have the best job in the world. Um, it was definitely worth it for sure. Now, with the best job in the world, you know, you've been wrestling for 11 years now. Is there anything you want to do that you haven't done yet? Oh, uh, definitely hold a title on national television. <laughs> I have never had the opportunity or uh, I've come very, very close a number of times, uh, but never, um, especially one that is as prestigious as the TBS Women's Championship. That is definitely something that's that is in my is 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 a goal of mine for sure um that is professionally probably like at the, at the peak um i want to be able to wrestle as much as humanly possible is definitely another another one that i want to do just like i said the last few months i've just remembered exactly why i love this so much and working with the girls that i have um it definitely is is you know, it, it reignites my passion for it. And so I just want to do it as much as I can and get to be the best I possibly can, the best version of myself that I possibly can. Um, and uh, at, at some point, you know, outside of the, you know, professional, like my career goes, I would love to open up a school, um, you know, that uh, that is ran by simply women you know Sarah does live right down the street so you know it's it's been a you know a topic of conversation it's not anything that's you know set in stone but it would be something that I would love to do to be able to give back um, to the Midwest and to be you know ran primarily by women um, to you know really uh, stress the importance of what we do and about how being treated equally as performers um, is important and stress that to the the incoming talent that's coming into wrestling now. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was so funny. I was talking to Samara before you uh, came on. It's just like it's so amazing in like a sport that is like fighting, like, you know, and everybody that I've done interviews with and then met in person, like you guys are just so like amazing and nice. Not that I expected that you to be like terrible, but it's right. just kind of like. Uh, like, uh, like, oh, you're welcome here. Like, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know how to like put my finger no, on I, the right word, but it's just you, you. see what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think it's because in most sports, um, everybody is pretty much from a very similar background, and they um, are just good at that one 
like there's rules and regulations to each part of the sport. If you're bad at one of those regulations, you're not great at the sport. With wrestling, it's such a melting pot of people from all different walks of life. We're all so different. Um, we all have different backgrounds, different talents, different things that we bring to the ring. Um, and we meet different people from different, from all, all different like countries and 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 it's just I think that it, and one another reason I love punks like punk rock so much is it's the same thing like it's just a bunch of bands of misfits just thrown together and we're just bonded together by this love of professional wrestling so I think that's probably one of the reasons that that's a sense that you're getting is that we all just know that everybody's different and if we all share the love of wrestling then you know we're family there it is. Now, uh, you and Britt did this promo um, back in, in September. And I, lo I love a good promo, especially when it's like, um, I think they call it like the dozens, where it's like you're going back and forth and you just kind of feel it. Like you feel it a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can give the behind the scenes, but like, did you guys discuss that? Or did you have like, how do you, how do you set up for a promo? Do you have like certain talking points where you're less like, okay. I'm going to, this is what I'm going to hit or like, how does I that do. was amazing. <laughs> I do. I see. I told you I have my little book. I have my little <laughs> book of, I have to write everything that, cause I'll lose it if I don't, I got to write everything down that pops into my head. So I have things in my head and I, I knew going into it. Um, cause we basically were just, we were just supposed to go out there and talk to each other. Like there was no direction or anything like that. It was just go out there and talk. And I knew based off of before, I knew she was going to come after me because of, you know, having, you know, been fired. And one reason or another, a lot of my professional past that is, you know, very well known. So I had to, uh, I had to figure out what to, what to come at her for. And it, I had all these like talking points because I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm not the, uh, I'm a good, um, crap talker I don't want to curse on your thing but um, I'm a good crap talker I think um, but uh, with people too that I also like on some level respect I have a hard time with it um, but I uh, I definitely had to like come up and, and think of some things that like that I could get a little bit below the belt because I knew she was going to so I definitely uh, I definitely had to had to had to think on that one and it was uh the crowd's reaction to a lot of the yes. things that we were doing, it just pretty much turned beautiful. into a roasting session at that point. Um, the crowd's reaction, the crowd, the crowd that we were in that time was, was awesome. And the react response we got, you know, um, online was great. And so, um, I think it was what we needed to really, you know, set fire to that, that feud going into Grand Slam for sure. It was, it was, <laughs> Especially when you like when somebody says something, I'm just like, oh, that 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 hurt. Like that's uh, yeah. like amazing. It was it yeah. was it was. There's, I mean, on on some level, it's it's personal. It's like personal stuff. So on some level, there's no way that don't hurt. Like there's no way. Like she's like, you can run away. You got fired. I was like, oof. I yeah, that too. that yeah. On her a little bit, you know, it's, it's it does, but it just it, like it's it's just like you know in the ring when you get when you get nailed with something, it's just like it ignites that fight in you, like that fight or flight. Like okay, well, all right, you're gonna go there. I'm about to too. So, <laughs> so speaking of somebody else that's like in AEW, you know, in an interview you said you look up to Serena Deeb. Like, have you had mm -hmm. the chance to talk with her and she give you any advice at all? Oh, she's the best. Um, she's oh, she's so good. Like, 
I, I, I just I just need to point out here that like if anybody in the women's wrestling industry does not watch her and Sheeta and not get inspired and motivated, like I don't know what will. Like I don't know what will. It, it was the they put on a clinic out there. Like they are like they're both so good. But Serena is somebody that I've kind of like um I've been like one step behind her in, in my wrestling journey. You know, I started in Shimmer and then um, I went to OVW and then I went to WWE and then I came here. I've been like one, I've been like biting at her heels for, you know, the last like 11 years of my career. Um, even Japan, same thing. Like I, um, I, and I've wanted to work with her for a really long time. And I, I just, I just think she's just the most incredible person. Like watching her work, watching her, like listening to her talk like she she is she has talked to me a, a little bit um about you know just giving me advice and stuff like that but i just i can't stress how much of a fan i am of her as a human and you know in the ring now speaking of like matches and i know you probably get this question actually let me ask you this question before i ask this question okay because you don't you I, i've seen your stuff and you don't do too many interviews so thank you for doing this interview oh, of course um of course. but is there a question um that you get asked all the time that you just kind of want to officially retire it like just refer to the other interviews because i feel uh, like this, this this is the goal with this show is like we really do a deep dive to make sure we uh -huh. don't ask all the questions because i know as because i get asked questions a lot it's like okay Yes, I'm from Canada. There's there's no igloos there. Yes, we speak. like you know it's just kind of the sim. So is there a question that you think kind that of is crazy? <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. And then they're like, oh, there's black people there. It's like yes, me and Joe. Oh, that's it. People are. Uh, so yeah, ugh. yeah. So is there a question that you kind of want to put to bed now, where just like just refer back to? I I don't mind it. Just because I I constantly have to remind myself, even not even in interviews in life in general like i've been in ubers before where somebody has asked me what i do and then i say professional wrestler and i have to remind myself like i say that every day to them that's like somebody to like somebody hearing that like that's not a common thing that you hear right. in an uber like you know what i mean like that's not a common thing it's like hearing that somebody's a rodeo clown like like that's not something that's an a, a common occurrence so i have to remind myself of that even though i've said it a million times doesn't mean everybody's heard it a million times i feel like the question i get asked the most is how did you get into this it's the question that i get all the time but I also, like I said, remind myself that like not everybody knows, like not everybody. I'm like, I want everybody to get to know me as much as, as much as I can, because that's my job. My job is to connect with my, my audience, to connect with my fans, to, to, you know, get new fans to come and watch our product. Um, so if, if that is the case and somebody has not heard my story before and that helps them get to know me, then I don't mind answering it. It's definitely just a question I have answered more times than I can possibly count. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, I get, I get it, I get it. Um, <laughs> now, um, with that being said, um, you know, the world is your, like, oyster. Um, one, have you considered uh, any intergender <laughs> matches? Um, and if so, is there anybody that you want to have an intergender match with? Ooh, ooh, that is difficult. Um, so probably my favorite intergender opponent that I had uh, previously was Josh Alexander. Um, 
he is so good he's so good it's just ridiculous um so i i definitely would love to it's some of them are like the same opponents i faced before but i would love to see how I approach even just intergender wrestling as a whole, how I approach it now that I have all this experience, you know, in other places. Um, Cause I feel like I'm going to have a lot like very, very different matches than I used to. Um, and I'm going to approach it in a much different way. So um, I, uh, I definitely think that that I would love to have one of my favorite opponents again with Josh and to be able to see how much I've grown since from the first to, you know, the most recent so it would be awesome to be able to to tear it up with him again okay, he's okay. so good <laughs> samir um so you know nwa and power happened and you spoke about awesome kong before and she showed up there and now you know she retired what was your reaction to all of that it made me so happy it made me so happy i was not happy that she retired because i i didn't get to wrestle her um but for her to be in like she's in the hall of fame like i for her to be to get the acknowledgement that i think that she has hasn't gotten for being as amazing as she is mm-hmm. um and she's a, a, an incredible human being to to top it off like she's an incredible incredible woman um and just the sweetest person i've ever met and to be able to see her get the recognition that she truly deserves, you know, I think it should be across all platforms, across all of all companies um, that she's graced the presence with, um, because she is truly amazing at what she did. And and any opponent that she had, she she was always just she had this presence about her that you know was unmatched. And uh, I was I was very happy to see her get the recognition that she deserved. She's awesome. I don't think she's quite retired yet. I hope I mean, not. I hope not. I, I wasn't I sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really retires from wrestling. That it doesn't part. really happen. But um, I would love. It's like a dream match of mine, if I'm being honest. Like I would love one day to be able to work with her. Um, but if not, I will forever be a fan. Yeah, I think like her and Jazz. Like Jazz told me yes. that she's like retired, but I'm just like, are you really? She's like, my knees can't go. I was like, but are you really though? So, I mean, I think they got another two Jazz years. Jazz is so good. Jazz is mm-hmm. so good. Jazz was one of my favorites. One of my favorites growing up. Jazz was just, the intensity that she brought was just something that like, I think you didn't see a lot with women. And like the, the, the her fight was just so intense and just so purposeful it was mm-hmm. oh god she was just oh she was so good she's so good don't get me started on jazz because she's amazing <laughs> she, she is she is well it's kind of the last question before we start the rapid hot tags if mm-hmm. you can um you know the, the people who are retired um mm-hmm. is there anybody so you have jazz you have awesome kong is there anybody else that you would love to have like a match with who's like retired but mm-hmm. you know they can still well, for be. sure, yeah, I, I, either one of them. You named like two of my tops. Um, I, I don't know how many people are super familiar with her. If you're familiar with ROH and Shimmer, you 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 knew her. Um, Mischief uh, was one of my fa- like she was a huge inspiration to me because I was, I, like I said, I, I 
with my story, I uh, I started off kind of watching more independent wrestling before I got into televised wrestling. Um, and she was somebody that I just gravitated towards. I just loved her presence. I loved how incredibly athletic she was. And I got a f like two matches with her when I was super early in. Mm. And I gave her two very crap matches. <laughs> Because I was, I, I had even psyched myself out. I was so nervous to be in the ring with her that, like, I was still terrible because I was super early in, but I was even worse because I was nervous. So I would love one day, if she ever decided to come out of retirement, I would love to be able to, like, not only just, like, prove to myself, but, like, prove to her, like, hey, I got better, I promise. <laughs> and thank you for your inspiration. But she was, uh, yeah, she was amazing. And she's, you know, she's, a, a, again, a great human being. Um, I love seeing people that I admire and that are somebody that I, that I inspire to, you know, to be like, um, and uh, to, for them to be amazing people to top it off, like, is, is just stellar. <laughs> There it is. All right, so we're going to get into rapid hot tags. So rapid hot tags is when I ask you a question, you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Women's wrestling talk. Rapid hot tags. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. All right. Let's okay. go. Let's go. Who is your favorite artist of all time? Artist, as in. Okay. You know what? I'm just, uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Favorite. Sh I, I think I know the answer to this one. Favorite show to binge watch. Mm, Golden Girls slash The Office slash yeah those two just those two probably I like that your house mm -hmm. containing everything you own catches on fire after saving your loved ones pets you have time to make one safe final dash what would you get mm, I would grab I have a jewelry box full of my great grandmother's jewelry that my mother gave me probably grab that Okay. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? Oh, the mind for sure. The mind. My body's already shot, so <laughs> the mind for sure. <laughs> and then last question. Do you have a superpower? What would it be? Ooh, superpower. It would be... I don't want to fly because I'm afraid of heights. Um... I think it would be, oh God, probably, I would probably immediately regret this, but I would probably say to read people's minds, but I probably would yeah. immediately regret this if I'm being perfectly honest, but I overthink a lot about like, so I have like social anxiety pretty bad. So like I overthink the way people are actually thinking. So if I was able to be like, oh, they're not mad at me, even though I think that they are, um, <laughs> it would be good, but I probably would find out some things I don't want to know. <laughs> so um, yeah, if I could control that and turn it on when I wanted to, uh, yeah, maybe probably I would love to read people's Oh notes. my gosh. Um, you should listen to these because I have that too. And these mm -hmm. books have really helped tame it. Um, the mm -hmm. Power of Now. I've um, heard about that. I think Yeah, Sarah's husband, um, recommended that one yeah. to me yeah that one's really really good because it helps you remain in the present because i often mm -hmm. like overthink way oh, too much and that's helps a lot oh. and then there's another one called um oh, dang it when i remember i'm gonna send it to john to send to you um i think it's by dr um joe de souza and it's kind of mm -hmm. talking about like supernatural powers and connecting your mind and your body together and kind of aligning it and all this other i've been like 
pandemics helped me work on myself because I was definitely an overthinker and it got me into way oh, too yeah. much. It's, it, it got so much worse once the pandemic hit because then mm-hmm. we weren't faced with social interaction. Now all of a sudden, bam, social interaction again. And it just yeah. feels like such a, such a jolt of, you know, it, it, Yes. Yeah, yes, I know. Ma'am. I know. I will definitely and then you go have to the spiral and the, and oh, the rabbit holes. It's, it's, so you're your own worst enemy for all of that. Yeah. So just just know anybody out there who's listening to this, there are a lot of people suffering with it that you don't even know who are suffering with it. So yeah. just understand that it's probably a li- to some degree all of us at some, to some yeah. degree. Especially since we're looking at our phones all the time. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> wrestling show on the planet my name is katrina blake thanks so much for watching women's wrestling talk the news edition we have so much to talk about so let's get started on the november 8th episode of monday night raw the women of raw had a match to determine who would be the number one contender to take on becky lynch in a future match so those women was Queens and Luna Vega, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and Carmella. Liv Morgan wind up winning the match and becoming the new number one contender. There was a bit of a standoff between Hart and Becky Lynch. Now, with that being said, I am interested to see what WWE will do with Liv Morgan and see how well they'll push her. I will be surprised if she actually do take the belt off Becky Lynch, but even if she doesn't, I hope WWE has some good creative plans for her to push her in front of the WWE Universe. We also know that Charlotte will be taking on Becky Lynch for Survivor Series for Team Raw and Team SmackDown. So I'm interested to see about that match. So let's see what WWE do with Liv Morgan, but she is definitely the number one contender for Becky Lynch's title. On the number fourth episode of Impact Wrestling, it was announced that the inspiration Jessica McKay and Cassie Lee will take on Decay, which is Havoc and Rosemary, at Impact's turning point on November 20th, 2021. Now, you know, the inspiration became knockout tag champions at Impact's Bound for Glory. So I'm a really big fan, particularly of Jessica McKay. She's always very entertaining to me. So we'll see what they do. I do believe they will leave um, turning point still champions. But who knows? You know, wrestling sometimes just do a swerve and we have whole new champions all of a sudden so let's see but i am interested to see if the inspiration will keep the titles i do think it will be an entertaining match on the most recent episode of chelsea green's green with envy podcast chelsea green did state that she is in talks with growing her podcast brand she originally wanted to go with bars to sports but she got tired of waiting so she is in talks to expand her podcast elsewhere she also said that she will be working with playboy to do digital content that will not be photo shoot based i am interested to see what they do with chelsea green so look out for that on the November 8th episode of AEW Dark Elevation, we had a couple of women's matches on the card. The first match between, between Riho and Tootie Lynn. Now, Tootie Lynn has been waiting to make her AEW debut, which she did. And if you didn't know, fellow co-host Stephanie Hardy also had Tootie Lynn on her podcast. So if you have a chance, please check that out. Anyway, Riho won against... Tootie Lynn, uh, Rio's record is 7-2 so far for 2021, and it was a really, really entertaining match between the both of them. I'm fans of both women, but Riho definitely did get the win, even though Riho did say that she was a fan of Tootie Lynn and thinks she has potential. So that's interesting to see what they do with that. The other match in the card was between Ruby Soho and Rayo Mizunami versus Emi Sakura and Nyla Rose. Now, this was a really entertaining match. I did think there was a lot of audio issues throughout the match, and I'm hoping that next week they will 
do something to make sure we don't have audio issues because while it is YouTube, it is also a show you don't want to try to figure out what's happening or what's going on. But anyway, the match was really entertaining. By the end, Ruby Soho and Misunami did win the match. However, it is important to note that during this, Chris Statlander, who also had an interview with Women's Wrestling Talk, so please check that out on Fight TV, did come out to kind of help Ruby Soho, which was one of her, you know, opponents in the TBS tournament quarterfinals. So after the match, there was a really tense handshake between Statlander and Soho. It got really kind of like tension there, and I was excited, like, oh, okay, let's see what's happening next. But then once Statlander did leave the ring, Soho and Misunami did celebrate their win. So I'm interested to see what happens at the quarterfinals for the TBS tournament. And... Definitely check it out if you have not seen AW Dark Elevation. That wraps up Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. Please remember to go follow Women's Wrestling Talk on social media at www.talkpod. Also check out the website at www.talkpod.com. You can find me in Cat We Trust on Instagram and Twitter, the easy three. You can also find me on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs> We're going to go into the panel question. And I didn't have one when we started, but I have one now. Ooh, um, so you mentioned that you want to open up a school, and I know you studied uh, music. Um, so if you were to have a duet, and this is for everybody, so you as well, Samara, I'll answer it too. If you were to uh, have a duet with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be, why, and where would you have this duet? Hmm. Okay. First person that comes to mind is Joan Jett. Mm. Joan Jett, she's, I, I can't lose my sleeve, um, but I have her tattooed on my arm. I met her once. Amazing person. Uh, she has done so incredibly much for the women's, like the, for like women in the music in industry. Um, you know, she was told she, couldn't fit into any label and sign with any label so she just made a label herself like she's just a pioneer in you know the women's entertainment industry and i admire her so much i actually little side story when i met her when i left the room i actually physically cried <laughs> when i had when I, I i kept it together while i was in front of her but i left and just bawled <laughs> uh just because i just i admire her so much and you know like for what she's done just for women in entertainment it, it it's her strength has you know has branched out to different to different different parts of entertainment you know including my own um and so i just i i admire her so much her strength and her perseverance and everything and i would be absolutely honored and floored and i'd probably cry the whole time um and i would probably say to do it my in my city that i feel like has built a good portion of me and also has an amazing uh, wrestle, uh, wrestling and music scene is Chicago. Chicago is always going to have a near and dear place to my heart. Um, and I think that would be the perfect place to do it. That's a good question. I like that question. Thank you. Samara, okay. you? All right. Okay. I'm ready. more time. I think you need to go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's so funny because I do these questions all the time. And I always think I have the answer. And then when I'm yeah. getting right to answers, like, no. Um, so, okay. ooh, okay. I want to say Lauren Hill. And okay. 
the reason I say Lauren Hill is that like one like I've seen her in concert like five or six times I see her almost every year in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and every time and she she legitimately only had one album and she you know has you know the Fuji album but she really doesn't perform much of those and every time I've seen her she's managed to change up the songs in a creative way and it's Love just that. amazing to me and her story is just like she just seems like on like that Erica Badu type vibe where it's just very like zen like you know you say telling like uh, Daniel was like yeah telling you like to calm down relax mm-hmm. I feel like just being around her would just like calm me because I'm mm-hmm. not like a I'm not like a sing I used to sing but not even like I wasn't that good I don't mm-hmm. do karaoke and I feel like her calming and en- energy would like like all right like we can do this yeah yeah can, confidence can, yeah yeah so yeah. um I would say that and I would say the location, it wouldn't have to, I think I would rather do it like via, like um, through video, but like do it in a studio in Jamaica. Like I feel Ooh. like that combination. Yeah. Just, okay. See, so that makes like, sense. See, that makes sense. Instead of like yeah. in front of a crowd, like this, just like right. studio, calm, yeah. like more of an intimate like right. performance. Okay. Like a versus type thing that. where you, yeah, you can see it like you're just enjoying yeah. the vibe. And I can get behind that for sure. That. For so. sure. All right. Your All right. time. Your Pressure's time, on. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with all the members of ABBA because I'm a big ABBA fan Ooh, and I love okay. Mia. Like that's like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> so like their music really like gets me excited and like mm-hmm. I'm always just like jamming out, singing along. Like I'm just love such in that. a happy mood and like I love watching the movies, like going back and watching them all the time. And it just just mm-hmm. makes me really happy. And if I could meet them anywhere, it would be Calicari. I, I don't think that's like the actual name of the place, like in the movie, but I'd love mm. to be there in Greece, like where they kind of filmed mm. it, which is like set the vibe. Wow. These are, those are good answers, you guys. Yes. Wow. Oh my Quality. gosh. Quality. Love it. Um, You're amazing. Like, oh, stop. You're amazing. It's just kind <laughs> of like, I, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to. I don't want to bash your former employer, but I think sometimes um, what happens is you lose the person and you can't really see them, if that makes sense. And just through where you are right now, it's just like, oh my God, you're absolutely amazing. And you don't really put a lot of information on social media, but it's just Mm -hmm. like, I got to see bits of pieces and through your interviews, I'm just like, she's awesome. And then Golden Girls, I mean, that bond is bonded for life. No, (laughs) I'm grateful for everything that I've experienced in the past. Because like like I said before, like worth it. Like everything has brought me to this moment. If it mm-hmm. wasn't for my time, you know, with with my previous employer, um, I wouldn't have gotten the response that I got at all out. One of my the most amazing moments and one of the pinnacles of my career was that was that moment, and it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't spent time there. I have lifelong friendships that I made mm-hmm. there, um, and uh, I got to experience different countries, different places because of that. So I um, I I. I'm just grateful for everything that I've gotten a chance to experience because kids from a small town in Indiana don't get to do things like this. So regardless of where I've been or what I'm doing, like I just, I, I try to stay as grateful as I can because I was never supposed to make it. So anything I do is just, you know, is just icing on the cake. There it is. Uh, any more animals you're adding to your farm? I know you have jelly beans. I, okay, horses. you guys, you guys. <laughs> I'm trying to like keep myself from doing it because I'm trying to figure out my doing my schedule and 
wrestling and conventions and stuff like that and making sure that I'm here to help kind of keep the farm going. Um, so I'm trying not to take on more than I can chew, but <laughs> I want pygmy goats so bad, like so bad. I watch these videos on Instagram all the time because I have a mini, I have a mini horse and I see pygmy goats on the backs of like donkeys and mini horses just like hanging out standing on top of them <laughs> and i just want to see that at my farm all the time but i have right now i have six animals and like two barn cats that i take care of like so eight animals total i don't like i'm, I'm one female like how like i need yeah. to pump the brakes but i want them so bad <laughs> I just, they're so cute and i just oh and they make the cutest little noises okay i could talk about it forever but i, I want that hopefully when i've gotten everything like figured out as far as my schedule goes pygmy goats will uh will be at you know at my farm okay please make videos <laughs> i would love to see that yes. but so thank you so much for joining us and taking the time out we really appreciate it um for people who are not following you which is you know kind of stupid but where can everybody find you i don't blame you i don't post very often um as she said i don't I keep a little bit of it of my personal life to myself, but I use you know amazing interviews, amazing platforms like this to uh, to share a little bit of, of side information and personal stuff. Um, but if you would like to follow me, I would love it um, at, at Real Ruby Soho and both Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am going to be starting a Twitch channel here pretty soon uh, as soon as I figure out how in the hell to work it. It's very <laughs> cool. um, I don't I'm not great at technology so um, but I hopefully will be able to figure that out um, at some point um, so yeah just uh, keep an eye out because I've got a couple projects lined up so um, I'm excited there it is super excited and Samara where can everybody find you you can find me at t-h-e-i-t-s S-A-M-I-R-A, the it's Samir, because people kind of get confused when I say, oh, it, the it's Samir, they're like, oh, just, you know, S-A, I'm like, no, no, like, it's that, so that's where you can find me on everything. <laughs> and uh, you can find everything about Women's Wrestling Talk, you can go to our website, www.talkpod.com, we have some great interviews up there, we have articles, like, it's growing, I'm so happy, uh, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod, and you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thank you, Ruby, for joining. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. I had a great you time. You are amazing. I can't wait to see, you know, championship happen. And it's coming. Ready for it. It's coming. Ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, guys. Ciao. Thank you. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.